0: The blast from our past network.
1: Back.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. This week, we are kicking back into video games as we review Mega Man 1, 2, and 3, a little three pack action for you. And joining me, as always, is co host Dean. Dean, welcome, and how's it going?
1: It's going great. Uh Tim Man. I think I should call you oh. Tim Man for this whole episode. <laughs> nice, nice Dean. You can call me Dean Man. <laughs> Kid, okay. Could I come up with something a little bit more interesting than that? I guess so. That's all I had. That's as far as I got. That's that's as
2: interesting as these names get. So you're gonna pigeonhole me into the Mega Man 3 naming of characters?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait, okay. You can be you can be podcast man. Okay, you can be hat man. Okay, I'll be hat man. I'll be yeah, I'll be hat man and you be podcast man. No, it that's it I'd it, have
2: to be Podman.
1: Right, podcast Podman, man. Yeah. It's too
2: many syllables. True. True. I'll be Podman yeah. and you can be Hatman. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, your your ability is you throw your hat. Yeah, obviously. And I throw microphones.
1: Yeah. It would be really cool if you had some like Sonic scream or something, but that's just not the way that's Mega Man cool. 3 would do it. Too you cool would throw microphones. Mega man 3. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. They I'd I throw them slowly? But they'd be powerful. Yeah. If you got hit by one oh, for sure. you'd yeah. lose half your energy.
1: Yeah, if it got to you. If you could get it to them before you got shot.
2: Yeah. That's right. Um cool. Okay. Well, Dean, that's great. It looks like you played the video games for this week. So I'm I played them. I'm pleased. I
1: definitely played them.
2: I'm pleased. <laughs> hey, I got something to say. Coming off our review of Ghosts and Goblins, the, the yeah. last video game review we did. I thought that was the most punishing game out there, but yeah. I was wrong. I'll admit you when were. I'm wrong, and I'm wrong, um, everybody listening, because Mega Man 1 is now, in my opinion, the new standard for most punishing game that I have played.
1: Yeah, it's stupid hard. It is stupid It's stupid.
2: Hard. It is also it's...
1: stupid. I don't understand. I Every time... I'm going to be somewhere, there's an enemy there. Every time. And yep. then if the next time I go through, I change it up, that enemy changes it up. Right. And they go where I'm tracking to go. It's impossible. It, I hate it. I hate it so much. If you try to run through, they'll hit you because they're right in your path. If you take it slow, they'll hit you because you're right in their path. It's, it's wild. And then if you don't go fast enough, then it's not just one enemy. Like th- three of them will start buzzing
2: around you. Then good luck trying to get past that without getting hit.
1: Tim, the most frustrating thing is standing there to shoot an enemy and then not moving quick enough through the screen so another one's there. Or even worse, Tim, even worse. Backing up a bit because you just need a little more space to fight that enemy and then going forward and that enemy just respawns there. Yeah.
2: They also get right into your chest where you can't shoot them.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure.
2: Lots of fun stuff. This is this was a, a programmer's dream. A programmer's wet dream to punish for sure punish the people who would pay their hard-earned money to buy this video game
1: i guess if you have okay so i guess yeah i guess if you have like a, a really cool concept which this game has you know kind of an amazing concept you can do that i guess because no, no, it, no. it, it's a successful it's a success, successful game like job.
2: it's a successful franchise but it wasn't a successful game
1: okay the first one wasn't very successful
2: no not at all okay too hard yeah that's what i think I mean, I think so, too. It, it, it seems to be quite obvious. If you've ever played this game, hey, uh, everybody listening, thanks for joining, by the way. If you've played this game, you know what the hell
1: we're talking about. This game is yeah. impossible. I I played this on the Switch. um, And, you know, I tried to play it through straight up, try to play it through straight up. But it was getting close to recording time, and I wanted to get further on in the game because I wasn't getting very far because it was so hard. So I started to use the little rewind feature. Yeah. So if you hold down L, you can rewind a bit. Yeah. Um, L is my left pointer finger. That's what holds down L to rewind. It's, it's so bruised.
2: sore. It's bruised now, right? It's
1: so sore. It's the most sore finger I have right now is L. I, I hit that button more than any other button. Oh yeah, it's
2: fractured. It's crooked. I can see it's pointing in the wrong <laughs> direction crooked. right now. Listen, Dean. Um, Yes, we talked about that rewind button. In the uh, Ghosts and Goblins yeah. episode, I yeah. was um I was still working with save states. I was like I was still yeah. rolling in the 2018s with save old states, news. which is yeah, which yeah. is old news. You you talked about this rewind button, so I mm-hmm. actually got to use the rewind button this time around. Oh, cool! Because cool. I picked up this uh, the Mega Man collection on my uh, the Xbox, and it also had the rewind function. So I had How's a your pointer finger. I had a great time. I don't even, I don't even have a pointer finger anymore. It's it's robotic. <laughs> it's a, it's made yeah, out of yeah, exactly. robot parts now. But yeah, I really You're en- Finger Man. <laughs> I'm Finger Man. Yeah, sure. That <laughs> works too. Um I shoot I shoot my metallic uh, uh, pointer finger at you and it'll bounce yeah, there and you come go. back and reattach. Massive damage. Go. Why does everything do such massive damage?
1: Everything that is such massive damage. Everything if you but the right <laughs> weapon, it is massive damage.
2: Everything but our attacks do massive damage. Yeah. Yeah. Right, we do puny damage. Mega Man does puny <laughs> damage. So puny. what was I talking about? I, I don't know. Um, it's hard Doing the,
1: being able to say oh, yeah, you being able to rewind the rewind.
2: Yeah. yeah. So I got to, I got to do that. Very, very helpful. Um, I really, really enjoyed rewind for this game. Uh, it's pretty much the only way that you can play and like work your way through this game. This game yeah. is so brutally hard. Um, I don't even actually have much history with this game, Dean. I'm I'm sure I played it a couple times as a kid, but this is not the type of game that, as a child, you can pick up and play. This is just like the most frustrating stuff ever, like we've alluded to. Um, but it was developed by Capcom, uh, you know, major video game, um, you know, production company. Uh, their main focus before Mega Man, though, was just strictly in the arcade. But in 1987. They break into the home console market with the release of Mega Man for the NES. And from there, they were just like, this is where we need to be. Let's just like, let's do home console games. That's cool.
1: I'm a Capcom fan. So uh, yeah, I love that. I didn't know that this was their first game. That's that's neat.
2: I will say, though, Capcom was always kind of hit or miss. Like there wasn't a lot of following development companies back in the day But you knew if you got a Nintendo game, it was going to be, like, it was going to be fire. It was going to be great. Uh, I feel like if you got a Konami game, you also knew that was going to be really good. Right, Uh, yeah. There there was stuff like Data East. You were like, ooh, I might get a gem or I might get a turd. You don't know. Right,
1: not so sure. I've,
2: you know, know, suffered both uh, occurrences with Data East. Right. Capcom was kind of in the middle, like oftentimes you'd get a really, really great game, but they could also lay some lay some eggs on you,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: Uh, but Mega Man, it was actually well received by critics, but financially, it was not a success. and i'm I'm just okay, I'm guessing because like when you played this game, you don't really want to play it again. So if yeah. I went to my buddy's house and I played Mega Man, that's not a game I'm asking for for my birthday or Christmas or saving up my paper route money to buy. It's just like I'm avoiding it. So I think it I really do think it suffered from the level of difficulty.
1: Also, Tim, in in, in my day and for sure in your day, I'm guessing um, video game rentals were a huge thing. You know, you would. You would, you would go and rent a game, and if you really liked it, then you would buy it, right? So, I'd spend a lot of time on the weekends trying out games, renting a bunch of games, and then if you like it, then you go, you, then you go buy it. So, with that industry, you know, with that industry going, um, yeah, if you pick this game up and you can't get through the first scroll screen or, like, the first two screens because you just keep dying and dying and you can't come up with a strategy because those enemies just seem to be learning what you're doing, yeah, then you're like, okay, not that one. On to the next one. And then whatever next one you played, if that was a little easier, that's the one you're buying.
2: Yeah, and this is one I might have even, like, returned. Just gone back later that night and said, please, let me exchange this for anything else. Yeah, good joke. Like I did with (laughs) X-Men. Did you ever rent X-Men back in the day? The X-Men NES game?
1: I don't know if I I played the NES game. I had a... I think I had, like, a, a... genesis or game gear game even that i really loved but I, I don't think i played the nes one
2: okay a little bit before your time yeah I didn't return many games from rental yeah. but that was one it's just it's okay. such a it's a it's the x-men it sounds so cool
1: and yeah it i rented great. it
2: so excited to play it and i returned it and i was just like sir i love the x-men they're my favorite thing all the characters yeah. cyclops Iceman, wolverine
1: wolverine nightcrawler
2: nightcrawler i can't wait to play these characters this game blows it sucks (laughs) i can't it's
1: unplayable please let me exchange
2: it you can choose the game i don't care yeah it was bad
1: anything will be better anything um
2: yeah but i i think actually (laughs) another reason why this game probably did so shitty is the original box art for this game it's weirdly fascinating yeah. And recognized as some of the worst box art ever. Totally. Like, this is a time where you're pretty much buying games sometimes based on the box art. Like, you'll, if you go to the store and there's a bunch of games there, you look at the front, or this is at least what I did. I looked at the front, I looked at how yeah. cool the front looked. Then I checked the back for the gameplay, see what that looks like, and then make my decision from there. This yeah. box art, it didn't convey anything about the game. Um, and the fact that it even exists, I think, is just worth mentioning because it's so bizarre.
1: Is this the one where the guy on the cover is like forty five years old and just looks like a huge dork?
2: yeah, with like a helmet on, and he's, yeah, he's some got sort a sort of dorky jump, helmet and jumpsuit, and he's pointing a little gun at at other people. but there's no yeah. people in this game, really. It's not about that.
1: No. He's also like a middle-aged man. Like, he just looks like he's like put on a helmet and has been sort of forced into whatever this thing is.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It it looks like he's into it, though. I don't think anything is forced about it, but he's just like... He looks like he's into it, but he
1: he doesn't look like he's trained or he's like a warrior or anything. He just looks like it's you or me, like someone strapped a helmet on us and they threw us into it. And they're like, we need you, man. Get out there.
2: He looks like he's out for, for like, Halloween, like, one last time. Yeah. If I get <laughs> yeah. dressed up in my costume that I wore 20 years ago, I'll just squeeze yeah. into it, and let's go get some treats. It's a trick-or-treat trick game. It's great. I'll throw it up on Instagram for sure. Oh, it's so because, good. Because yeah. uh, it, it really is something else. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think that was another detriment to it, but...
1: That's yeah. very true. That's very true.
2: Now, the story in the game Mega Man, Dean, is Mega Man is originally known as Rock. That's his name. This game is actually called Rock Man in Japan, um, but his name is Rock, huh. and he is a robot created as a lab assistant by the scientist Dr. Light and Dr. Wily, following treachery by Dr. Wily, in which he reprogrammed most of Dr. Light's robots- Rock volunteered to be converted into a fighting robot to defend the world from Wily's violent robotic threats, thus becoming Mega Man. It's your... Uh, sounds great. It does sound great. It's your classic tale of revenge.
1: Yeah, but like a, a robot volunteering themselves for the revenge. This would, If this was like the synopsis for a movie... I would be so in, Tim. I'd be so into that.
2: I mean, we've recently read lots of movie synopsis that are not nearly as good as this. So
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would exactly. Agree.
2: But interesting, it's a robot. Like, Rock is a robot yeah. who yeah. volunteers to become a powered-up robot, a fighter yeah. robot.
1: I didn't really know he was a robot. I thought he was a man because it was in his name. Well, no, he was a Rock. And then he became Mega Man. Yeah. I didn't know he, I didn't know his name was Rock. Is that in, is that in the, any of the, I kind of just skipped through anytime people are talking.
2: No. There's nothing. Okay. Nothing worth value in the talking in this game. Okay.
1: So for me, he was Mega Man. Mm -hmm. And I thought he was just like a man in a suit. Oh, no. Um, I did, I, I did think, like, so from just playing the game, I did think that there were all these evil robotic suits i actually didn't really think everyone was a robot i thought they were in robotic suits oh. and then mega man was like the good one and he was like i you didn't turn me you didn't turn me evil i will uh take all these down no that's incorrect
2: uh doc, all robots no well no dr light and dr wiley are human, well yeah they made the robots. every yeah everybody else are, are robots makes sense so i i can clearly tell that you never watched the show captain and the game master that animated Cartoon with all the okay. Nintendo characters because Mega Man is in that and he's clearly not a human.
1: Okay, I watched that when I was very very young, probably because you watched it, and I thought it was so cool. I thought it was the coolest shit, but it I is. couldn't follow anything that was happening. I didn't know what was happening.
2: Okay, we should revisit. I was that was very young on the podcast. That's a great show. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's one of those things that I like have a memory of and thought that it was just a dream. I thought uh-huh. that I just dreamt up like a video game show.
2: Cool. Yeah, no, that'll be fun because you know what, Dean? As for video games, we've covered Mario. We've covered Castlevania. We're covering Mega Man right now. Those are all characters in that, in that show. Let's do it. Yeah, we got to get there. Now, even though, Dean, the box art sucks, the game art, on the other hand, is absolutely stunning. And I would say even by today's standards, like it still looks great. I picked this game up now. And I I love it. There's nothing wrong with the graphics. They have very bright and contrasting colors in the foreground and background. It really makes the levels pop. The character sprites, while they're simplistic, I think that helps them. And they're just really, really well designed. Like like the the Mega Man, um, the secondary characters, the bosses, everything is just like really, really tight and clean. What did you think yeah, about I, the I, uh, the game art?
1: I praised uh, I praised Mario a lot when we were doing that game of of just how good it looked for um, being like such an early game in the Ninten- on the Nintendo system, and uh, I think I think this looks better. I did some I did some comparisons because I had that feeling while I was playing. I was like, wow, I think this might look better than Mario, and so when I was looking at when I fired up Mario as well, and I like how it looks, it looks great, but there's something about, kind of, the depth in Mega Man, like, the, just, he's so clearly in the foreground, um, I, and I think, uh, so when I was comparing, I think it's because he's, like, outlined, like, in Mario, what I really like is the backgrounds, and they're outlined, but in Mega Man, he's outlined, and he kind so he kind of pops out to, like, the front of the screen and everything else in the background looks very. It looks so deep, like it looks like there's multiple layers, not just one layer of trees. There's like multiple layers of trees behind. It. It was really. I mean, I don't think there there wasn't really many trees, but <laughs> and, uh, multiple layers of you know things things in the background. Um, so I, I was really enjoying it. I loved I loved how it looked. I, I loved all the um, all the colors going on too in the game. Like everything put together. Um, I was really enjoying it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, same. I think the colors are better in Mega Man. I think they do a better job with mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know if I think it looks better than Mario. That's tough. Uh, if I had to like choose which one I think was better, I don't know. Like, I think Mega Man looks a bit better, but Mario came a couple years before it. So I think you got to tip your hat to Mario for how it looked for sure. like at the time. But I mean, Mega Man does look great definitely the color contrast is leaps and bounds above what Mario is, but I don't, I don't think Mario was really trying to do contrasting colors all that much. Uh, so their their foregrounds yeah. and backgrounds kind of blend and work well together where yeah. Mega Man, it really pops because they're um, doing like we're saying the contrasting colors. They, they purposefully make things the opposite so that the, the everything looks more vibrant. So I, li- I like the look of Mega Man better. Yeah. wise it's some of the most iconic original nes music out there um just the the great great sound effects Um, so many different sound effects in this game too so many very satisfying sounds like the sound of your blaster cannon hitting a bad guy is so satisfying you just it makes you want to shoot people even more because of how great it sounds and then the sound effect of <laughs> when either you or the boss explodes. It's probably the sound effect we've heard the most in the game is the exploding of our own character. But it's amazing. When when that happens to the boss, when you pull that off on the boss, it's yeah. such a great moment. It's such a great sound. It just
1: echoes. It just echoes through the room when you hear it. Definitely. It's it's such a great sound. It it it's uh It's a great sound to even happen when you die. You just know it's over. You know, it's just like you just hear that. It's not even you see yourself die. You just hear that sound happen. You're like, oh, it's over. Um, So yeah, when you do that to the boss, you get that satisfaction because uh, some of these boss fights i mean we'll, we'll get to them when we, when we walk you know when we go through some of the games here but like some are easier than others but when you get to a hard one and then you're like coming down to it and you're almost dead and they're almost dead and then you hear it and you look up at the bar to see who died oh exactly <laughs> that's it's just it, it's a good it's a good sound it's good that they used it for both um i think it uh helped with yeah that excitement in the boss fights for sure um there's sounds that give me nightmares. Um, I will say the sounds of the uh, bo- the blocks that disappear and appear, those give me nightmares. I hate that sound. I hate, I spend so much time in those fucking rooms. <laughs> it's the worst. <sighs> that sound? Yes, Tim. That's the sound. That's the sound of my nightmares right there. Uh, also, there's like a screeching, there's like a high pitched screeching sound around Wiley stages that is also quite annoying.
2: There, there are lots of bad sounds too. There's like some crashing there's sounds,
1: really bad sounds. Yeah, but there's really like you. banging tracks and really good sound effects. Yeah.
2: For gameplay, Mega Man is a non-linear game, which always made for a more enjoyable experience, in my opinion. And not really like that much of a thing back in '87. Not many games did this, so I thought this was a real treat when I uh, when I did play um, play the game, but. This game it has 6 evil robots. You have Cutman, Gutsman, Elecman, Iceman, Fireman and Bombman. And as the player, you are allowed to choose what order you want to fight them in, which is just very cool and a lot of fun.
1: So cool, such a cool idea to pick whatever stage you want to start at. Um what what makes it even more cool is the order you choose might benefit you later on in other stages. I thought that was so neat. It makes it makes me like I, I found myself starting you know starting a stage and then getting to a point and being like I bet that's easier when I have defeated a different stage and then popping out and going to a different one and then in that one being like oh no they're all just super fucking hard. Um, but it was it's it's cool to have that kind of you know it's like a choose your own adventure thing really. You yeah. get to you get to start with who you want. You get it, if you. If you start to strategize a plan of how you can get through the game to make it better, that's just like the added layer of gameplay. So actually, I said at the beginning, if you make your if you make your game really cool, you can make it really hard. That's actually the opposite because people, if it's really hard, people aren't going to experience this cool level of, um, you know, strategy that you can get. Make it a little bit easier so that there's multiple ways, you know, there's multiple ways to play it. So make it a little bit easier. Someone will go through it. And they might think, oh, there, there might be a better strategy and you know, there might be a better way to get through that. I don't know. I, I had a lot of fun with this type of layout for a game. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it just, I, I light up every time I see that start screen and I can go wherever I want and I'm just picking based on the name, right? Like Gutsman, how do you not start with that guy? That's got to be the best name in the game.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it works on a few levels. First of all, as a child, just being able to choose where you want to go yeah. makes it more accessible for a kid. You know, you're not just thrown into the game and told to just run forward, you know, until you get to the end. It's like, well, where do I want to go? Who do who do I want to fight? And then, yeah, you're right. Like, depending on who you beat and when, um, there is like a paper, rock, scissors kind of scenario in this game where if you beat a certain boss, that weapon will help you. Not really in the level, but it'll help you beat one of the other bosses. Like, the bosses have weaknesses when it comes to other weapons. So in that way as well, it can be useful for you to like choose a specific order, um, but you know also you have to figure out that order. So you have to trial and error your way through it. So um, yeah, I I, I, and think... I would say,
1: I would say in this first one, not as big a deal to yes. have the right weapon Agreed. at the re- at the boss because the bosses are pretty predictable. But I would say as we go through these games, the bosses get a lot more tricky where you kind of need that correct weapon or you're going to have a really tough fight.
2: Yes, 100%. Yeah. Now, lots of platforming to do in this game. And by that, I mean like the jumping that they make you do, the jumping uh, tasks. Uh, Absolutely punishing. Absolutely. There's so much jumping to do. And... There's always an area where if you miss your jump, you'll automatically die. Like, there's no ground. Like, I feel like half of the levels just have no bottom. So if you fall, you die. Then a bunch of the other areas have spikes or lava, where if you land and fall. Touch them, you die. You die. Very, very annoying, like, part of the game where you'll just grind your way through these levels. You'll memorize all the enemies. You'll do all you can. You'll get really, really far. And you'll jump in the air. And some erratic enemy will hit you. And you'll just kind of fall off the edge. Down a hole to your death. And you'll have to start the level over again.
1: I find... So something that's really hard for me in platforming games. I don't know why. It just is. I'm not great with the timing, I think. So moving platforms. Moving platforms is very difficult for me in platforming games. This game has uh, many moving platform uh, levels, but one of them, the platforms also shoot you. They're moving platforms <laughs> and the platforms themselves are shooting at you. Yeah, why not? Also, also that's not it. There's fucking whales flying through the sky or penguins or whatever those things are. Penguins, Maybe they're yeah. just bullets. Flying penguins, penguins. are good. Yeah. Flying penguins also flying at you while you are trying to jump to a platform that is moving, that is trying to shoot you itself and flying penguins. It, I hated that so much. It's so hard. Just the platforms enough I would have had to concentrate pretty hard to get through it. Man, it's so punishing.
2: If you take one hit, you'll fall off and and You'll have fall to start off the over. platform.
1: You can't take a hit. It's it's impossible.
2: So the game is very much about like memorizing where all the things are going to be coming from. But then also figuring out, like, what the patterns of the enemies are and trying to, I don't know, maybe avoid them if you can. But then they're so erratic. And you already mentioned, like, it's like they almost learn what you're doing. And if you try something different, they're already there to counter it. So it's like, I feel like there's only one perfect thing that you can do to not get hit by an enemy. Um, But then you have to memorize that for each, like, screen you're going to. And it, it just you really just need to memorize everything that's going on. You have to have pin like pinpoint precision with your controls. You can't fuck anything up. Um yeah. if you want to make it through this like the levels without getting hit. And sure I've you know, I've gone online and like watched people, you know, go through the game and not get hit. And it's like that's cool, I understand that, it's possible, but I mean, you have to be perfect and you have to have put in thousands of hours to do it. But as like a just a normal person picking this game up, it's brutal.
1: There's some enemies that I think, I mean, I feel like this is impossible with a Nintendo game, but there's some of the enemies that I think calculate how fast you're going and shoot exactly where you will end up once their bullet gets there.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's any sort of like calculation going on, but I think it's like um, as you enter a new screen and like as an enemy appears, it knows that... If that if it has appeared, you have entered the screen at a certain point, right? And it knows just to shoot you there. It knows that you are running forward. It knows where you are, and it knows that you're good. Yeah, it knows it can shoot you there. So, um, but, but honestly, dude, no, I 100 percent understand how you're how you're feeling because it feels like if you run forward, they'll shoot yeah. short and hit you. Then if you yeah. try to retreat the next time, then they shoot long. Like they and recognize hit you. if you're what you're pressing on your controller. And yeah, yeah they, they just, every time they shoot, they hit you. You're lucky. You're lucky if an enemy shoots just one bullet. Oftentimes, enemies are shooting three, maybe five bullets at a time oh, in yeah. all sorts of yeah. different directions. It's wild. Um, along with the platforming, Dean, there's the uh, boom, boom, the blocks that appear and disappear, forcing Hate you it. to memorize the pattern of the blocks And often you'll have to anticipate where the next block will appear before you see it and commit to your jump before it even appears. You'll jump towards nothing and land on a block that appears as your mid-jump. Now, this was easily my most hated aspect of the game. The Iceman level was the worst. The blocks in the Iceman level are slippery, To add on to the difficulty, they're slippery like ice. Brutal.
1: It's the worst. That Iceman level was the worst. There was one screen that took me forever because I didn't realize that I'm supposed to guess where a block's going. I'm supposed to, that I can get to that spot if I jump before the block's there and then I just land where the block appears. Like, why would I think of that? I'm following the way the blocks are laid out for me. Why would I think that I'm supposed to skip a step and jump where a block is not?
2: Yeah, very, very difficult. <laughs> very Hate hard. those
1: fucking blocks.
2: Yeah. Luckily, Dean, most of the enemies are easily killed if you can hit them. Uh, most of them just take one shot. But um, yeah. They're, some they're, take like 20. Some do take 20. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> just the the ones that take one shot somehow just they can just track their way around where you're shooting they just oh yeah they know where to go they know how not to be hit um but after you you know make your way through a level and you get to the robot boss and you beat the robot and you get their weapon then you get to choose another robot once you defeat all 6 of the robots you'd think the game would be done but no
1: <laughs> it's just it's, begun it's
2: really just beginning
1: yeah your first step is to collect all the weapons beat all the bosses and collect all the weapons but that's going to take a lot of time
2: that's the baby step of the game is to beat the six bosses yeah. um what happens very, after that uh, i just want
1: to say sure. i just want to say very cool idea to select whatever boss you want beat that boss and then you get their weapon yes. so now you get to go through the game using that other weapon so when you start the game you get to choose what weapon you like the best and that's what one you can go to and start with so then you can have that weapon as you go through i just love it i love that aspect of the game not just that you can choose where you want to go but you also gain something each each stage so you can choose what you want to gain
2: yep yeah definitely choose what you want to gain and then figure out where you need to go next um, to find someone's weakness for that weapon yeah right So after the robots, Dean, the evil Dr. Wily appears as a new selectable bad guy character and you must travel to his fortress and confront him. So once you're in Dr. Wily's castle, first up, after you go through a level, you play through a a pretty hard level, you land on one of the toughest boss battles ever in video games. And if you go to any like top hardest boss list, this character is on it. I went to about four. I was like, this has to be one of the hardest bosses of all time. I went to four different lists. I went to like a top 50 hardest bosses, top 25 hardest bosses, top 10 hardest bosses, top whatever hardest bosses. This was on every single list. It's called the Yellow Devil. And it is a relentless onslaught that you will receive from this yellow devil it's a a clay-like character that starts on one side of the screen and then slowly shoots pieces of itself across the screen to form again on the other side and it does this by breaking apart into 19 pieces that one after another shoot across the screen in a span of roughly seven seconds now the pieces are coming at you in an irregular pattern And at different heights, so if you don't perfectly time your jump over a low projectile, you'll be hit by one of the higher projectiles. And each time it comes to full form, you have one chance to hit it before it goes back into this process. And if you hit it with the electric blaster, which is what takes off the most damage, you have to hit it seven times. And you yourself can only be hit seven times before being killed. This was brutal.
1: Yes, Tim. I'm going to tell you a little story. It's of me playing this game.
2: I started out this (laughs) game.
1: Very appropriate. I played it it for many, many hours. um, And then I decided I should move on to two because I'm I'm not getting super far in that one. moved on to two spent a lot of hours on two, again, many hours, was able to beat two, moved on to three, spent many hours on three, got so far, got so close to beating it, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to one and give that another try. I got a little further in one, got to this boss, and after 10 hours plus, you know, 12 hours of playing these three games punishing games, punishing games that I've, I've come up against things and been like, I don't know if I could ever get through this. I'm going to get through it, though. I'm going to figure out a way to get through it. I got to this guy. I quit. There's no way I can get through that. There's no way I can ever beat that guy. This is with rewinding. There's yeah. no way I can beat that guy. It's impossible. He's it's so a, hard. I got through maybe I got through one stage of his body flying past, hit him once, got through one more stage of his body flying past. That's it. That's as far as I could get. It's I can't hit him seven times. There is no way. I gave up.
2: It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Like, usually when we're doing our video game episodes, um, I'll often just kind of throw out the video games maybe two weeks in advance, and right. we'll have a couple of weeks to, to play through yeah. them. I kind of knew what was coming. Uh, I didn't fully understand, but I kind of knew. And Dean, we've had six weeks of preparation yeah. time for these video games because they're so punishing. I yeah. used a lot of that six weeks of playing these games. I As soon as I told you we're going to do this, you know, in a while from now, you might want to get yeah. started. I got started. and I, I started I, too. I went after these. I played these a ton. Um, yeah. I did end up beating all three with the assistance of Rewind. Uh, Mega Man 2 is a game that I can complete without like the rewind, Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, this yellow devil was the hardest thing out of any of these three games by far. And when I was even, (laughs) I was even watching a walkthrough um, of the game, I watched a person just own this game. This person was flying through all the levels, no issues, beat the game, entire game, start to finish in 40 minutes And at the yellow devil beat the yellow devil with like one piece of power left. Like it was whoever gets hit next is going to die. So even this master had trouble at the yellow devil. Now, of course I've seen other videos with like people no hitting the yellow devil. It's definitely possible. It's definitely like a formulaic pattern you have to memorize, but it's all happening so fast. Uh, If you get one, if you get hit one time, you're just you're going to be pulled out of your concentration, and you're just going to get bombarded with hits one after another after another. It's so tough. Uh, I actually recommend playing this game to get to the Yellow Devil just to see how bad it is.
1: Totally, it's worth yeah, it. it is. It's worth it. It is so so hard. I can't even imagine being able to beat the yellow devil and i like grinded out beating castlevania i like grinded out beating dracula and that yeah. was pretty hard right and i have no concept of how i could do this how i could beat the yellow devil i've watched um, a couple speed runs on it there's like a one hit trick i think on this yellow devil and i've 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 watched the speed runners do it in front of crowds and the crowds go crazy when they get the one hit shot kill on this yellow devil and i understand i feel that if i was watching someone do this it's like if you don't get that one shot kill this is going to be a long process and your speed run is over
2: yeah i think there's some sort of a pause glitch in the game
1: yes that's what it is yeah there's a pause glitch yeah 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 it like yeah yeah if, if you keep pausing it keeps hitting every time oh, you unpause okay. every time you unpause it hits again so then okay. you pause and unpause and it hits again Cool. so yeah there's a there's a buffering pause glitch in it that I don't think our versions of the game have, Tim.
2: Probably not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now,
2: Dean, the Yellow Devil is only the beginning of the terror <laughs> of Dr. Wiley's castle. If you best the Yellow Devil, you go through a short level and then fight Cutman again, then you go through a really tough stretch of level with no health upgrades, then you fight Elect Man, then you go through another level, still no health health upgrades and very random and low health drops. Um, Maybe like you'll get one, maybe two health drops throughout all this, but probably not uh, where you have a fight with a clone of yourself. So something brand new, very cool though that you'd fight yourself. Then after that, you go through another level and a boss, then another super punishing level, where at the end of that level, you fight Bomb Man, then Fire Man, then Iceman, then Guts Man, yeah. all in a row with no opportunity to get health or to repower your weapons. Then, if you beat them, you immediately are thrown into the fight with Dr. Wily in a yeah. super hard fight where you have to fight two iterations of Dr. Wily in a spaceship. And if you can somehow beat those, then you've finally done away with the terror that is Mega Man 1.
1: It is the worst. It is the hardest game. The beginning levels are very hard. Every time you get through a level and beat a boss, all of your power comes back, all of your health comes back and all of your weapons fill back up. So you start the next level with full everything. So all you got to do, you're just going for that, you're just going for that defeat. It doesn't matter how many times you get hit in the boss. If you can just hit him more and you just have one slither, sliver of health, doesn't matter because you're going to get that full by the time you go to the next level. Yeah. These Wily levels, you don't get any fill. They're harder And you don't get to fill up at all. You have to fight all the bosses in a row. You have to do all these hard levels before you get to the bosses. And you have to fight a hard Wily at the end without any of your weapons being filled back up. So you have to be so specific with what you're using and make sure you have like the right stuff at the end because they'll do the best damage at the end. You can't just use anything at the end. It's so, so punishing. It's so hard. You think you did a good job getting to the Wily stages? It has just begun. There are hours and hours of game left for you.
2: Yeah. Uh, Playing just those six robot levels at the beginning, like that could be a great game. Just that. And then going to a Wily battle, that would be great. That would be challenging. Very, very hard. I'd feel very satisfied after beating that. That's just the primer for like what this game is going to do to you. It just gets into a whole nother yeah. realm of punishment after that. But um, if you do beat the game, I thought that you're actually treated with a pretty decent ending. Um, you get a pretty nice like animation that you get to watch some nice music. Mega Man, you see him running across the land, like so. So the whole game, we're running to the right in every level for the most part. You're running to the right. So I know sometimes you yeah. backtrack to go left, but you're mostly running right in this animation you get to see Mega Man running left and he's running back home and he runs across the land. Um, Day turns to night. He runs from the countryside into the city and then he gets back. He's turned back into that character of Rock. So he's not the Mega Man anymore and he's reunited with Dr. Light. So for me, it's actually a pretty satisfying ending Um, I've seen some games where you just grind so hard and what you're rewarded with at the end is just shit. And this was not the case. It was actually like a pretty nice ending that I'd want to play for. Um, Definitely not worth what you go through, but definitely like a satisfying ending.
1: Yeah, that sounds really nice. Honestly, you're explaining that because I I didn't see it. I didn't get to see that ending because the yellow devil sent me to hell. So (laughs) I didn't get to see it. (laughs) Yeah. that sounds really nice. I'd like to see it, especially since you go through such a punishing um, journey to get there. It's nice to see, uh, you know, at least a nice ending for your character there. Um, I just want to say one thing before we move on from, from the game. What I, what I really like about the Wily levels is that when you do the regular levels, the first levels, the boss levels, you don't actually need any of the other items to get through them. You could get through every single one of those. Just with your Mega Man, correct. But then once you get to the Wily um, levels, you have to have beaten everyone, so they make you use all the weapons and they make you use like all the all the upgrades. Like if you have to get um, an item along the way, and if you. If you have that item, you know, it can help you jump up, up things. It help you platform and you need to use that in the Wily. And I just think that's really neat that you didn't need it along the way, but now you're at a level where you have to use everything and it's it's just a smart way to put the game together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I did miss, I know that, that item that you're talking about, I missed it the first time. So I, oh, okay. I, I had to, I got to Wily's area. I couldn't figure out why I was stuck. Yeah. Um, I had to actually look it up and I realized I missed something and I had to go back to that character's level, go through it to f- find that secret item and then go retrack my steps through Wiley's castle um, to use it where it was needed. But even that item, even having that item, if you don't use that item correctly, like it takes away your like that, your power. Yeah. Like it takes away, you can like, run it out. doesn't take away your health. It takes away like your you've got this power yeah. that- You can only use a certain weapon so many times. And if you don't know how to use this, which you don't, you can run out, which I did. So the first time I'm using this device to like help me pass this screen that I can't get past otherwise, I ran out of energy to use it. Then I had to kill myself, you know, well, I would have, I used the rewind, right? But I would have had to kill myself to go back to the beginning to try it over again. So even that, you know, they make it difficult even with special weapons that, you know, are secrets even when you figure out the secret that's not the end of it you might not be able to know like understand how to even use the secret once you get it
1: yeah you kind of have the exact amount to beat that room um that that's interesting that you had to go back because i was thinking when i got to that room and i did have to use it and i had to use the entire thing like i i did get it but i used up my entire beam my my platform beam and I went to Gutsman first and I think Gutsman's the one that lets you like pick up blocks. So it lets you get to that item. So I was like, when I got to that item and I picked it up and I saw what it was, I was like, okay, cool. Then when I got to the Wily stage where you needed to use it, I was like, what if I didn't do Gutsman before I did that level? How would I would have missed it? and how i would have never got that would well, i would get here what would i do then right. you could actually get here without the item i was starting to think like do they force you to get the item somehow or could you get here without it so to hear yeah. you say like you could actually get there without it and have to go back have to like go back to those stages and get it
2: i got there without it because i saw it like i saw it on the level yeah. it's a little like you a little need, you need
1: guts man to get there. i
2: had guts man i didn't know what guts okay. man did
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Until later. And then that's how I, you know, like realized, oh, okay, right. He can lift blocks up. So I guess that's how you get through that. That's how you get to that. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Mega Man 2. Now this is released in 1988, one year after Mega Man 1. And Mega Man 2 is the best-selling game in the franchise and is widely considered as one of the best video games of all time. And I would have to agree with that. Uh, Mega Man 2 is a labor of love, Dean, because after the first one didn't do so well, Capcom's vice president only agreed to let number two be made, if the staff would work on other projects at the same time, which left the staff working mostly on their own time to create this game. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Mega Man 2, definitely my favorite of the three games. This is the one I spent countless hours on as a kid. This one is the reason I wanted to do some Mega Man games. Um, They made this one way more accessible than one or three Because the difficulty is significantly dropped here. Uh, This game is way more generous with health and power drops. They also introduce a password feature here. So you can actually save your game. Like save your progress. Very helpful. Um, And this time, Dean, there's eight robots to defeat. You have Bubble Man, Air Man, Quick Man, Heat Man, Wood Man, Metal Man, Flash Man, and Crash Man. Dean, what did you think of the characters in this game?
1: I love the characters in this game. I must have watched you play this game so much because as soon as I fired it up, I knew that screen. I knew the screen of all those faces. I was excited to select those characters and do those levels. I don't think I played it much myself, but everything was familiar. You know, I like all everything I was looking at was familiar. That's why I think I watched you play it a lot because... I just like, oh yeah, I know this. I remember this. This is like a deep, deep memory I have that like I didn't really know exactly what it was from, exactly what Mega Man it was from. Um, I I just enjoyed this so much. I enjoyed this game so much more than one. And you're right. The thing that I noticed is the drops you there. There are lots of enemies, and there's lots of things to kill. But they all drop so much health and so much uh, power ups that it's fun. You can get hit a bunch of times because you know a big health is going to be dropped. So you can keep pushing forward and keep going after guys because you know that one of them is going to drop you that big health, and then the next one's going to drop you to power up your weapon. And that's the thing that kept me going in this game. This is the one that I finished. This is the only one I actually made it through. Um, I think that's also because of the difficulty level one. And then when you get to three, three's just so hard (laughs) three's also so hard i don't know why they go back to so hard but uh two this was the one for me um loved these characters like i just love their i love all of their uh you know unique things bubble man you know (laughs) great what's bubble man gonna be you know i want (laughs) to i want to jump into that level every one of them airman you know every one of them just made me want to jump into the level i i love their i love their little robot faces
2: yeah they're they're great um yeah because of those like generous health drops I really found that you could brute force your way through this game.
0: Yes. Like you, you could yes. really
2: just you could just go like guns a blazing and run through like five or six enemies and get hit and just keep running to get past the area instead of just trying to kill them all um because you'd know like you can just health up after that and th- there'll be stuff there for you to to power back up. Brute forcing was not an option in Mega Man one. That was not something you could do um, yeah, and they also include three special items in Mega Man 2 that you can use to make life easier. They're like um, like a yeah. floating platform that goes up. There's a platform yeah. that if you jump on it, it just shoots you across the screen. And then, then there's another one that kind of like crawls up walls. And if you use those correctly, you can skip over entire parts of levels sometimes if you're if you're using those. So that was uh, also quite helpful. But um, same like art style... Um, as Mega Man one, but the graphics are beefed up, like really, really beefed up. I I really noticed, um, a much better look, um, like to this game, uh, same great use of colors for the levels, but I thought everything just looked like more vibrant. Like everything was just popped even more. Definitely. Yeah. Each level in this game has a theme. Everything's got a specific theme based upon like what the boss is. Yeah, And the color palette that they used for each level just really matches that theme well. So, like, for example, you have Woodman, and his level is a forest. So you're dealing with browns and greens. And the bad guys you're fighting are bunnies and, you know, gorillas who, I guess, are in the forest. Um, Right, yeah. uh, Other, like, forest dwelling creatures. There's a... Giant Roadrunner or chicken or something that comes at you. So it's like yeah, it's like the nature level, right? Yeah, uh, Airman's level. You're jumping through the clouds. You're yeah. fighting robots floating on their own clouds, throwing thunderbolts at you. Uh, Heat ban, His level is like a factory. The floor is mostly made of lava. There's lava right. traveling through pipes. All yeah. really, really great level designs.
1: Yeah, really, really good levels. These are the levels that I like really remember. I think that's why they stuck out in my mind. I mean, you telling me that you played two a lot makes a lot of sense that why they stuck out in my mind. But like all that imagery was still in my head, you know, because I just, I, I love the look at the levels. I love how they, I love how they popped. I, I really liked, I really like trying to figure out going through these levels, trying to figure out like what would help me, what weapon might help me in a different level, especially with those new sort of platform upgrades those new special items that you could get that would uh, allow you to basically jump on top of something to help you either get up or get across and so I would get to a spot and I'd be like oh you know what this would be this would be really good if I if I had this other you know if I had a different platform that what didn't go up but maybe that that went to the side you know so maybe I'll go back and get that first before I go to this level Um, that that stuff was so fun I, I really liked that upgrade um, and it, yeah, it, it helped, it helped to make some of this skipping past stuff easier, you know, make, may help getting past some of these levels to be able, like you said, kind of brute force your way through, um, being able to kind of skip over some stuff is also nice too, if you've done the right thing, you know, if you've went in the right order, Mega Man 1, not an option to skip over anything ever. You can never skip over anything. You have to like do everything. So it's nice to... Again, the sort of just the strategy of it all. You know, come up with a strategy on how to beat the level, not just a strategy on which levels to do first, but also how to get through that one.
2: Right, yeah. And like if you were going to go for one of those items to help you through one of the other levels quicker, you'd have to sacrifice probably on, you know, the fighting of that boss because let's say you're on Heat Man um, and if you want to skip past an area of heat man's level you might need to go to uh someone else's level to get one of these moving platforms true yeah but you might need heat man's weapon to easily defeat that guy to get that moving yeah. platform so what you'd have to do is then sacrifice having an easy boss battle with him you might have to grind your way through it with just your arm cannon to get that platform but then that would help you progress faster through you know heat man's level so um still like the paper rock scissors but i feel like they took it up a, a notch with these three special platforms that you can get and you do get each one of those from beating a specific boss
1: yeah yeah exactly yeah um i i what i did is i was able to get uh, the boomerang weapon first which took me a long way i really liked that weapon That's i thought qu- it was pretty quick, good quick man quick man yeah exactly yeah. quick man i did that first and and so that helped me a lot um and then once you get that uh saw once you oh, get yeah, that saw man. that you can throw that's great. cut man man that thing is just powerful that just takes out everybody yeah that's, that's a really good
2: weapon and it doesn't yeah. use much of the like the energy of the weapon i when know you, you can throw like maybe six before even one notch of your energy goes so down so
1: many they're so powerful and you can throw so many of them and it sounds so great it's great yeah and you can, i love this well saw. that
2: that's a weapon you can shoot diagonally which is not a also great thing. Yeah. you can't shoot your arm blaster diagonally. It's just left or right. That you can shoot diagonally
1: that's that that is also what I found is that the weapons in this game helped you a lot with levels as well. True. So like, There were definitely, like, you can't shoot, if you're climbing on a ladder, you can't shoot your arm cannon up or down. You can only shoot to the side. And sometimes there's enemies above you and below you, but there are weapons that you can shoot up and down. So I found when I was on a ladder and I was able to figure out those weapons that could shoot up, I was like, oh, wow, if I didn't have this, it would be so hard. But I can just shoot, like, the the leaves, the leaves that surround you, I can just shoot those up and they take out everybody above me. And now I can climb that ladder. It was just so... It was so rewarding to have one of those weapons and use it in the level, which is also just another thing that I think is just... Yeah, it's, it's rewarding, so it's enjoyable. It makes you just keep going and keep wanting to play and figure out those things.
2: Yep. I really liked the character design in this game. I thought it was the most creative of the three games. Some of the things I liked, you have these flying tops that are pulling their own string... Right. Like every yeah. time they pull their string, they get to f- like fly and jump a little bit. And then when they land, they have to pull their string again to jump again. I just thought that was so cool. Such a neat design.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, There were small metal men with shields and like in, in full armor that were riding larger like metal vehicles that jumped and you had to kill the metal vehicle first and then the little guy would drop out. Then you had to kill yeah. the guy. Very, very tough uh, enemies in the game. This is one of the enemies that took just a ton of, of bullets to kill, but really, really cool design. There were... Yeah. Dro- Go ahead.
1: Just one one thing about those guys. There's like, I found a strategy where one weapon worked on the big machine, and then when he dropped down, a different weapon would work on the guy that dropped down. So it was even that level of it where it's like, okay, if I use this one, it can take the whole machine out. If I use the air, air man and shoot him with the tornadoes, the whole machine breaks out but then i need something else to kill the guy because the guy like the tornadoes don't hurt him that much
2: but you have to balance all of that and weigh it as to whether it's worth going to your pause menu going yeah, for through sure. all these steps to like to waste switch the time to the, yeah. yeah waste the time switch to this weapon okay now shoot 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 now back to the pause menu switch yeah whether you do else. that or whether you just spam with your arm cannon and try to time yeah. your jumps and avoid their shots it's really interesting because you can do either one, but if you can get faster with your arm cannon, you can get through the game quicker. It's, it's a better way to do it, but the easier way is to pause and go through your menu screen, change all yeah. the weapons, but it kind of corrupts the flow of the game that way.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, there's a uh, giant frog that spits out smaller frogs from its mouth. I thought that was a really, really cool character. So good, so good. There's giant snails on wheels. Didn't even understand it. It was like what? No, yeah. Uh, I love them because they only take one shot. It's just they're giant. Yeah. They're as big as you, but one shot kills. One shot, yeah. There's Metroid-like characters floating around in one level. Really yeah. neat. Um, giant fire shooting robotic dog. Great. There's robots riding motorized clouds. I mentioned this one already. Um, lots of just fun character designs. Like I really feel like yeah. the people making the game just had fun with the characters. I didn't really get that out of the other two games. I felt the other two games were maybe a little bit more forced, maybe a little bit more like under the time crunch of like, you have to come up with an idea right now rather than why don't you sit on it and come up with a really interesting, cool idea for a character. So I really appreciated the characters in, in Mega Man 2.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. It's just definitely something that makes it more enjoyable. Like I think back to those enemies in one and i only hate them you know and then i think back <laughs> yeah. to the enemies in two and it's like they were kind of funny you know like they, yeah. they were they looked kind of funny they did like they were unique yeah so uh, just another thing that makes it enjoyable <laughs>
2: I thought they did a good job of beefing up the music as well in Mega Man 2. I I thought the tracks were all, like, really dynamic. I thought they had really great melodies, um, really, like, full range of sound from song to song. And I didn't think there were any weak tracks in this game. Uh, Each new level that you got to was just a treat to listen to. Um, Nothing ever felt like lesser than the other. They were all just really, really great.
1: Yeah, and the, like, opening menu when you can, like, select to start game or the difficulty or whatever, yeah. like, that song is incredible. Yeah. Like, that's the song, so right? That's the one that's just, like, it's banging, it's amazing, it's so good.
2: Yeah. Fun variety uh, of level design in this one. Uh, one level had ice dynamics, which was really interesting because it wasn't an ice character. They just made the level of one of the guys, like, an ice level.
1: Yeah, uh, that right. Was
2: my, my favorite level out of this game. It was a flash man, really, really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: they had wind effects, obviously, in Airman's level, and you're being pushed back by wind, like you have to fight the force of the wind. Yeah, one level had ramps pushing you in different directions. Whatever way the arrow was going is is like the way that it would it would send you. There was a level where you had to fall down multiple screens as fast as you could. That was really
1: really fun. I love that level. That's that's I. I... I think that's quick man, right? Cause that's the one I started with. Um, well,
2: that's quick man, but you, you can't do that without uh
1: flash man. I don't think I, I did it. You can do it. You just have to be, I use rewind a lot. You have to be so precise with oh, your okay. movements. It's okay. it's possible. But then after I finished it and then when I got to, um, yeah, flash man who can stop time, I was like, oh, that level would have been a lot easier if I had flash man. <laughs> it's still
2: hard with flash man when you can pause. Time, I bet. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's fun though. I love it because here's the thing we haven't talked about. I love when he falls. Like that's something that Mega Man like does. That's really cool. When he's, he does this falling thing where it's just like all his arms and legs yeah. and limbs are, are out and his mouth is open and he's just falling down. It's, it, I love it. I love falling in this game. I mean, not to my death.
2: <laughs> no, he cruises because he's supposed yeah. to be super heavy. Like he's a robot, right? So makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job with the d- the dynamics of this character. Like, yeah, I thought all the jump mechanics were really, really tight. You know, this game really could have failed because it's such a hard platformer. But the jumping is really, really precise, and once you it get is. the hang of it, you can really like tiptoe on the edge of boxes and and leap off and kind of land yeah. exactly where you need to. It's really, really well done, and yeah, you can re- you just you fall really fast. It's really cool. Uh, one other uh, cool like environmental element of uh, these levels was there's a section in one of the levels where all the lights turn off and you're just running in the dark. And I'm pretty sure this catches everybody the first time they do it is the lights turn off and you're running and you're running and you're running and you're running and and the lights don't turn back on. It's because you're running into a wall and you have to jump to get over the wall, but you don't know that because the lights are off. So- That gets everybody. As soon as you jump, you'll realize that you haven't even gone very far. You've only progressed maybe like half a screen, but there was just an obstacle in your way you had to jump over.
1: It's so good because there's nothing else on the screen. So there's nothing else to cue you in that you aren't yeah. moving. <laughs> but that's it's how so quick funny. just
2: turning the lights off like yeah. scrambles your brain and scrambles oh, yeah, your for ability sure. to like traverse the environment. It's really, really neat. Now, same as Mega Man 1, Dean, after you beat all the robots... You go to Dr. Wily's castle and the game gets a whole lot tougher. Yep. Now with these first eight robots, I'm fairly familiar with this game. I've played it a lot. I can usually beat those first eight robots and levels in about 30 minutes and then get wow. to Dr. Wily's castle, which is like the meat of the game. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite boss, Dean? I wanted to ask you your favorite boss in Dr. Wily's castle. We'll talk about all of them, but what was your favorite?
1: I love the dragon. I love how the dragon looks. I love that he just chases you down first, and all you can do is run away. It's just something that you don't really think of, um, but all you can do as soon as he pops up is run away until you get to the end. Then all of a sudden... There's these three blocks you can stand on. So it's, again, you're just like in space. If you fall, you die. There's three blocks you can stand on and you just got to shoot this dragon. What I do like is it it doesn't really take many shots to kill the dragon once you get to that point because yeah. the chase is a lot of the difficulty in the fight because many times he got me right away just running into me because I hadn't started running right away. You know, you have to, it's very precise. You have to like go immediately and start running away from him by just jumping on other blocks um so the fun of that uh, of doing the run and then stopping to do the kill. Also, I thought he looked really cool. I really liked the green. I really liked how he looked. Um so that that definitely is the one that stuck out. That was probably my favorite one.
2: Yeah, he looks fucking awesome. He looks um, awesome. You're right. He starts to chase you down real quick. If he touches you, you die. Uh, you're doing a bunch of just jumping block to block as this thing's yeah. chasing you. It's hot on your ass. You have to go block to block. If you fall Single off blocks, you, you die. Yeah. Once you get to the point where he stops, you only have three blocks to jump on and you have to jump on a different block to be able to hit his head, which is what you can land your fire on. Yeah. So it's very, very difficult. Yeah. that That's a very cool, cool one. Visually. I think that's the most fun. Yeah. Uh, but then there is uh there's one part where like the wall, the walls just like detach and come together very and then cool. attack at you. Yeah. And you have to kill like the pieces of the wall. And once all the wall is gone, then you've, you've defeated it so cool there's a giant tank man which is really cool that's very imposing when it comes on the screen you don't don't really know what to do uh, pretty... I had
1: trouble I had trouble with, with the tank I, I didn't really know how to hurt the tank at first. Uh, I tried a lot of different weapons and they weren't working um, but then I sort of figured out what I needed to do
2: yep yeah. and then uh probably the coolest enemy of the bunch. Uh, because it's a puzzle. And the neither this game or the first game had anything like this in it. But it is a puzzle you have to figure out. Because there's a bunch of like devices in a room that are shooting at you all at the same time. And there's maybe 15 seconds between shots. But once they shoot, you're getting shot at from like, I don't know, seven different directions. So it's impossible to avoid. And you can use your one weapon, the crash bomb to shoot each of the devices. But there's also barriers in the way of some of the devices and around the room. And you can use your crash bombs to blow up those like obstructions, those walls, to make it easier to get to these devices. But you can't blow up everything because you'll run out of your weapon. So there's only a specific route that you can take and avoid certain walls to destroy and find other ways around it. Um, mainly using like one of your platforms to like escape certain kind of dead ends you get in where you'd want to use your crash bomb, but you can't, you you have to use this other thing so you don't waste it. And if you do everything precisely, you have just enough of your weapon to kill these devices that are shooting at you. And it really is like a kind of like a, there's no countdown, but there is a countdown because yeah, you're continually being shot by this thing. Like it's so hard to avoid getting shot that you, you can't escape to, them. You have to accept you're going to be shot this many times. You just yeah. have to progress your way through the level uh, or it's just one screen, but progress your way through destroying these devices, you know, in, in a, a steady enough fashion that by the time you get to the end, maybe you can take one or two shots uh, and you hit this last one. And I really like that. It's, It was really weird and unique, and I just thought it was a really interesting fit in in the game.
1: Yeah, it's really good to bring that up. It's not not the visually striking one like the dragon, which stood out for me because I remember the dragon. But yes, you're talking about this room. This room took me so long. I spent so long on this room because you walk in and you're not like you don't know right away that you're not going to have enough bombs. You know, so I'm just blowing up the barriers, blowing up the the next device, blowing up that barrier, blowing up the next device. Then I go to the next one and I'm out of bombs. And I'm like, there's still two devices to blow up and I don't have any bombs. How could I ever do this? Yeah. And then it starts cluing in, oh, I guess I could actually go this way around and I wouldn't have to blow up that barrier. And I could go this way and I wouldn't have to blow up that barrier. Maybe that saves me enough bombs because I was trying other weapons on these devices to to kill them, right? Because I was like, well, maybe I just need the bombs for the barriers and I can kill the devices. So I tried every single weapon on the device. Nothing works except for the bombs. So then I knew, okay, I got to go out. I got to come back to this room. I got to start the level over again with all my bombs and figure this out.
2: Yeah, and then... Then as delivered by the game, to get the very last one, you have to make a really, really tight platforming jump, which you could miss five times before nailing it. But For your sure. time's running out. Your your health is basically gone. You have yeah. to land this tight jump, which is so hard when you're under time constraints. Uh, yeah, really fun battle. Yeah. But yeah, after you do that, if you can beat this one, then you go to a single room And one after another, you have to fight all eight bosses, um, the original robots. When you beat one of them, they do give you a single health drop. So you get like maybe a third of your life back. But you have to go through all eight of those robots, one after another. Then you go to Dr. Wily in his spaceship. And after you defeat his spaceship, you go to one final level At the bottom of Dr. Wily's castle, which I thought was really, really cool because you you fall multiple screens down a pit, kind of like uh, Frankenstein's level in Castlevania. You just fall, 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 fall. You hit the bottom. There's no music. You can just hear the sound of like these red water droplets dropping off of the ceiling and I'm shooting at them. I'm like, okay, here's more things I have to shoot. They're not enemies. They're not bad guys. They're just, it's just atmosphere. Really, really eerie. You reach Dr. Wily, he turns into an alien, and you have your final battle with him. Very tough battle, because all you can use on him is bubbles, which basically just shoot right in front of you and fall to the ground. So he has to be very close for you to hit. But very, very tough battle. But then that is the end of Mega Man 2.
1: Yes. So, Tim, all of this, all of this Wily that we've just been talking about, when the game really starts, when you get to Wily... You don't get that upgrade that you got. You don't get your full health. You don't get your full weapons like you did in every other level. So what happened to me to using all of the weapons that I needed on all of these bosses, I ran out of almost all of my weapons. Yep. And I'm, I'm getting to the alien. I'm already pretty upset because I'm like, I'm out of saws, completely gone. No saws. I'm out of, I'm out of boomerangs, gone. I have nothing. I have nothing left that's going to hurt this guy. So I try, you know, my cannon doesn't work. You know, I try another weapon doesn't work. I'm like, all I have is fucking bubbles and I never use (laughs) bubbles. Like bubbles are going to hurt this alien. And then I jump and I shoot a bubble and his health goes down and I'm like, hell yes i am full-on bubbles baby because i didn't use any bubbles along the way so i was so happy that bubbles hurt him i was so low on everything i was so frustrated because i thought like for sure saw hits him and i don't have any saws left like that's the problem that's what i needed and i don't have that anymore i'm so screwed i'm never gonna beat this game i was so happy when that bubble hit and his health went down i was like yes i can do it that
2: is the only thing that works this alien fucking hates bubbles yeah, that's all you can do. That's it. If you Great. don't have bubbles, you have yeah. no you have no shot.
1: Well, I'm glad I didn't use them along the way. Yeah, you're lucky.
2: Dean, moving on to Mega Man 3. Now released in 1990, Mega Man 3 was well-received both financially and critically. Now, Dean, what did you think of Mega Man 3?
1: So my relationship with Mega Man 3 is up and down. I guess it would be down and up. I started off the game and I couldn't beat any level. I couldn't beat any boss with just the cannon i couldn't do it i was like go, trying to go through at all the levels i would grind so hard to get to the boss and then i couldn't beat any boss with my cannon and i was just so mad i was so frustrated at the game i couldn't figure out the patterns and then i beat um the guy that gives you magnets what's his name probably magnet man magnet man <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the him. guy that gives you magnets i beat the guy who gives you magnets and then it all became a little bit easier because That's a magnets... a powerful weapon. It's so powerful because a lot of the problems I was having in the levels are things that I have to jump and shoot. There's so many things you have to jump and shoot, and I'm not very good at mashing the cannon. And, like, jumping and then mashing the cannon, I'm not super good at it. So it would take me so long to beat those things, and I'd get hit so many times because they shoot you every time. And... With the magnet, it just like sucks into anything metal and like almost everything is metal. So all those big enemies that are way up high and shooting you down are metal. So I could just run into the room, shoot them with a bunch of magnets, they're gone. And then I could continue on. So once I got the magnet, Then I started to beat levels and I started to kind of unlock the other weapons and the other weapons really helped me on other levels. And then I started to gain a lot of confidence in the game and start to like it more because the weapons were actually helping me beat these levels that I, I went through all of them before with the cannon, every single one of them. And they were so hard. And once I got the weapons, they were a lot easier. So, uh, I actually, by the end was really liking Mega Man 3, but at the beginning I was swearing at the game a lot.
2: Oh, that's cool. I'm glad you got there. Um you said something interesting that just reminded me of something I wanted to mention was that you said it's tough to like jump and shoot with your cannon. Yeah, that is true. There's, there's many, many enemies in all three of these games where you have to jump and kind of at the top of your jump, you have to hit your, your shot, your, your, your shoot button so that you can hit like a certain area. What I ended up doing with these games is kind of unique to these games. I don't really do this with any other games, but in this, in Mega Man specifically, Mega Man 1, 2, 3 here, I hit both of my shoot and jumps at the same time. That's how I go through the game is I'm jumping and shooting yeah. at the same time and like nonstop. So I'll jump, like I'll, I'll hit jump and shoot and I'll jump in the air, but then I hit both of them over and over again. So obviously the jump's not doing anything, but I'm spamming my arm cannon and that's how I go through these games is hitting both buttons at the same time, which is kind of weird and unique to this game.
1: Tim, that is exactly the strategy I learned as I was going through. i um, a little bit different. I would use uh, my my pointer, my my pointer finger and my middle finger and just go back and forth between jump and cannon just to get a spray on the screen. And that's how it would just go through the level because you don't know where the enemy is gonna be. Um, in the next screen and you don't know at what level they're going to be so I would just jump and and shoot as I was going through levels so that I had three bullets traveling at different <laughs> trajectories yes same. and they would hit something they would hit something in front of me yeah so that that really helped when I learned that jump and shoot at the same time that really helped me progress through this this game
2: yep and just running forward and just like shooting yeah even though you can't see anything but as you keep running your bullets will hit something
1: Your bullet, yeah, just keep going. Your bullets are going to run into something and make sure they're at different levels because you're not going to know what level that enemy is going to be at. Right.
2: So similar game mechanics to Mega Man 2, there's eight robots to battle, uh, but they're all new for Mega Man 3. This is the thing. All new robots. We've got Spark Man, Snake Man, Needle Man, Hard Man, Top Man, Gemini Man, Magnet Man, and Shadow Man. And while I found the characters in Mega Man 2 really, really delightful, Dean, and very inspired, I did not feel like that was the case here with Mega Man 3.
1: Yeah, I think I would agree with that. Um, Yeah, there were some of them that were okay, um, but some of them are so weird. Like, some of them are so strange. Snake Man's so weird. Like, he... He has such a, like, I like the level. I kind of like the snake man level, but he's just, he's kind of weird. Hard man, is, hard just man a, is
2: just my least favorite. Like what?
1: It's a horrible name. He's just a big robot.
2: Iron or something. Like His shell yeah. is hard. That's it. Yeah.
1: It, it, it seems like the weakest effort. You know, it seems like we have one more spot. What can we do? We've used all the words and all the mans. Yeah. Um,
2: We're hard. having a Let's hard time hard. coming yeah. up with another man.
1: Oh, we got what it. What should we do? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Not not as uh, not as inspired as Two felt for sure. Not as memorable um, as as Two was. A lot of the, a lot of those boss fights kind of run together in my head. But also that's because they were just owning me. So every boss that I got to was owning me. Um, you know, Gemini Man. I like. I like Gemini Man. Because when you get to Gemini Man, he splits into two, and you have to fight two guys on Gemini Man. I thought that was a cool idea. Um, but that yeah, n- not all of them are, you know, at that level of thought.
2: I loved Gemini Man's level. I thought that was very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um this game unfortunately leaned back into the difficulty of number one, which I didn't like so much. Uh I thought the graphics so looked- hard. Yeah, I thought the graphics looked good, but not as vibrant as 2. Uh, the music was fine, but it wasn't as varied as 2. True, yeah. They did introduce a speed slide for your character, which I thought was a great addition to this game. I thought that was really cool. Yes. Um, now, I don't know if this was just me and like the platform I was playing on, but I had some really, really tough bouts of game slowdown which made this very frustrating at times. Did you experience anything like that?
1: I don't think so. I don't think I experienced any game slowdown.
2: Specifically, I'm thinking about the giant cat that would shoot balls of yarn at you. I mean, my, okay. my game just... I, I had a few moments in Mega Man 3 where it was almost implayable because of how bad the slowdown was.
1: Okay, so the I didn't really feel that because the giant cat with the ball of yarn was a enemy I got to, and was like, I'm not going to do a good job at this. I'm gonna, I'm not going to be able to jump and shoot my cannon. So that's when I left that level, went to get the magnets, and then that cats just disappeared in seconds with the magnets because I just shoot them and they go, they suck into the cat, you know, so it dies sort of immediately. So I, I didn't experience that, but that's just because I killed them so fast. Um, so I, I, I believe that it probably would have slowed it down.
2: I think the actual, like NES cartridge of Mega Man three has, doesn't have slowdown. Yeah. I think, it was, I think it was, my platform, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, the Mega Man three had also added this like weird random character that would show up in the middle of some of the levels with no explanation and you just have to destroy it before moving on. It's kinda, yeah. I think the uh,
1: explanation comes at the end of the game,
2: but does it though?
1: I I, felt I think like so. Even
2: by the end, it was unexplained to
1: me. Didn't they say it was like your brother right at the end of the game? I don't think so. Oh, really? I thought they I thought it said brother in one of the in one of the screens.
2: Oh, I don't know. But why are you fighting your brother then?
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> he was just he's like he he's not he's not he's evil. He's not on your side.
2: No. Well, there's a, a couple weird things going on. I, I don't know, whatever. It, it was weird. weird. I didn't know weird.
1: I didn't know what was going on with that guy.
2: It was very mysterious, and I, I felt like it just remained mysterious even after the game ended. But um, character designs, I thought, were okay. Again, not as good as 2. Uh, I actually liked the level design. Like, I didn't really have a problem with that. I, I didn't think the graphics were as tight, but the layout and, like, the enemy placement and the traps, I thought all that was really, really fun. I thought they did a good job of... Laying out those levels. Yeah, for sure. This time, after beating the first eight bosses, four new mysterious characters appear. And each of those new characters is a new level where you have to go fight two bosses. The bosses are the spirit of a Mega Man 2 boss that floats down into the body of someone called Doc Robot. Now, I actually really liked this part of the game. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, obviously first, because it's fun to see the Mega Man two bosses come back, but also because you didn't know what weapons you would use on these bosses. Cause you're used to the Mega Man two weapons for the Mega Man two bosses, but now you have Mega Man right. three weapons yeah, to use on the Mega Man two bosses. And what would you use? Uh, what are you going to, so it's, again, it's kind of like the trial and error, um, but it all comes at the point in the game where you don't really want trial and error. It's already like, you already wish you had figured that out. So I thought it was a neat addition in this game.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. Um, I really liked it. I really liked seeing these like weird pictures in the place of bosses that you've already fought and then going into those levels, beating those levels and then getting to the end and realizing that these robots or whatever the spirits of the robots whatever it is are being lowered into these giant, you know, machines that you're going to be fighting and they were bosses from the one that we just played. They were bosses from 2. So that was really cool. Um, you know, probably one of my favorite aspects of the game. I got really excited around this point um to do these boss fights and exactly what you're saying, it's like, well, I know what worked on in 2. I know what helped me out in 2. So what what equivalent weapon do I have right now? You know, what can I use that might might knock that guy down now? Um, so, yeah, very fun. I really liked this part of the game.
2: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So by going through those four uh, new characters and levels, you end up fighting all eight of the original characters yeah. from Mega Man 2. Yeah. And then after that, a new character appears in the middle for you to select, and it's Breakman, it's called. Now this is that random mid-boss that you've had to fight yeah. a few times. So you end up fighting Breakman here and it's not yeah. really a tough battle. Like you've already had a lot of practice with it. There's lots of time to like slide underneath because this Breakman jumps so high, but that battle kind of abruptly ends and you get whisked off to Dr. Riley's castle. This is very weird. I don't, I don't get it. I think they were trying to introduce a character. I'm. I'm pretty sure that... That character probably shows up in later Mega Man entries, and they were like trying to just show you this character here, but there is not a lot of explanation about who Breakman is.
1: No, it's trying to build story, but it doesn't, I don't think it quite reveals it to the end, and as you're saying, not even a good job of revealing it at the end. It's trying to build this story that, you know, he's up against someone that keeps standing in his way, keeps standing in his way, and then, you know, he figures out it's his brother the whole time. I I hope I'm right on that. (laughs) I might even be wrong. I don't think so, yeah. I think he's related to himself, like, are he's his brother or his clone or something? I don't think it's his clone, but I, I think it's his brother. I think it's some sort of relation. So it's trying to, st- this person in your way, and then, you know, you find out. La- I think there's, like, dramatic, you know, presence to it. There's a dramatic theme, but I didn't know. I didn't know at all while I was doing it. So, yeah, it was weird that this, you know, this boss just drops down. He gave me a hell of a time the first time I tried to beat him. Yes. I had no clue how to do it. Same. I was, uh, and this was also before, it was the like one of the first levels I played. It was also before I knew about the slide. I didn't even yeah. really know about the slide. The slide yeah, is very helpful. Yeah, Very helpful in this game. So before I knew about the slide, he gave me a hell of a time. And then once you learn the slide, it's like, oh, he said really not that hard at all.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: now at Wily's Castle here, Dean, it's the same format as the first two. Um, you know, lots of bosses to fight. They actually bring back the yellow devil, but they totally dumbed down the level of difficulty. Yeah. It's still a very hard fight, but a lot easier than Mega Man 1 because uh, in this one, it, it felt like the sprites were smaller. So there was more room on the screen for you to move around. So the yellow yeah. devil wasn't taking up as much of the screen, which gave yeah. you more room to jump. Also with your slide, there was one of the main like, projectiles that was coming at your body, you could actually slide under this time instead of having to jump over, which actually helped a lot. So not as tough of a boss battle, still pretty tough, but you do your several like boss battles. Um, My favorite one out of this game, I thought this was really cool. You come into this room and there's three different Mega Man appear on three different like platforms in the screen. So like three different levels, like one's on your level, one is like uh, kind of like a level higher, so like level two, and then the other one is up higher level three. And only one of them can be damaged. um, Yeah. And the other two can't be. So you have to figure out, by running to like each different area of the screen and shooting, like which one is going to take damage. And you only have a certain amount of time before they all just disappear into their little pod and then they reappear. And now a new one on a different level is the one you hit. So it actually took me a while to figure out how to even affect these things. Because the first thing you do when you run into a battle like this is I start shooting, my arm blaster goes right through one of the characters. So then I cycle through every single weapon I have to see of which weapon I need to use yeah. to damage this guy. And then I realized none of my weapons are working. So, Oh, I must actually be missing, you know, missing him. So that was my favorite, um, kind yeah. of one of my favorite boss battles out of all three of the games. I thought it was really smart.
1: Yeah, I did the exact same thing. That's what you do every time. If you shoot your arm cannon and it doesn't work at all, then you cycle through every weapon and see which one does damage. And none of them did. Um, so that's how you learn. It is, uh, yeah, it, it was a good one for sure. It was it was it's fun because it's always fun to kind of it's always fun to play your your own character, dark, dark shadows of your own character, or whatever, are always my favorite kind of bosses. So you get that, but also you get like the guessing game of which one you can shoot. It was it was uh, intense, it was really fun. Yep.
2: So you do your few levels, you do your few bosses before once again getting to a room where you have to fight all eight of Mega Man 3's robots in a row. Before getting to Dr. Wiley, who has two forms, he has one sort of like crab-like form, and then a giant robot head and shoulders that takes up the majority of the screen. Really interesting design. Um, really, really weird, but bit of a weird ending. You kill Dr. Wiley, then a giant block falls on him, then a giant yeah. block falls on you, Right. And then Proto Man comes and takes the block off of you, saves you, and then you're kind of like looking up at Proto Man in the sky and you're like, wonderful, I got saved by Proto Man. I guess it's meant to be like Dr. Wily escaped after that because he didn't get saved and I guess he didn't get killed from the block. I don't know. It's all very very weird. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. It's all very confusing. (laughs) I don't understand it. It's a yeah. real shit ending. Let's just leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Um, but that's
2: it. That's it after that. Yeah. That's the end of the game.
1: Yeah. It's just uh, clear going through these three. I mean, for me, and it sounds like for you, it's clear going through these three that two is just kind of like the peak here. Um, it is. I, I While I enjoy one in three, I enjoy three more than one. One's just so, so punishing Um, and I kind of got into three and really started liking it. Uh, but two is just, you know, two is just fun the whole way. Just, uh, they just made it more accessible, I think.
2: Yeah. Number two is why I wanted to, you know, cover some of these games. If anybody's interested in playing a Mega Man game, just check out two. It is one of the best examples of what Mega Man is and why it is so much fun. Um, yeah, it's hard, but you'll have fun with it. You know, it'll... You'll have a good time with it. It's not so hard that you won't enjoy playing it. And yeah, if you get uh, if you can get your hands on it with rewind, then definitely you'll have a good time. Cause you can uh yeah fix all your errors that you make along the way. But
1: I yeah. did I did enjoy the uh upgrade in three that your items are your dog sidekick. I did enjoy that. I thought those that were was fun. kinda cool.
2: Those were yeah. fun. Yeah, those What's were cool name? items too. Uh R.
1: I don't know. It starts with an R, right? Cuz all the upgrades start with an R. I forget his name. <laughs> Damn, I, I knew it. it
2: I, well, do they even tell you his name?
1: Uh, yeah, they do cuz they say what the upgrade is called. Okay. And it's always that R is his name, I think. It's not yeah. It's not like Rufus. It's got to be no, something it's else, Rufus. right? Not Rufus. No. No. Ralph, I don't know. Anyways, you got a don't dog know. sidekick and he does different things, and I thought that was a cool upgrade from the just generic platforms that you get to throw out and they do different things. So I, I like them adding a little bit of character in there that you actually have a sidekick that helps you do those things, that helps you jump up higher and that you can go underwater with one of them. And then another one just helps you just like fly around the level. So I I did enjoy that part of three. Um but yeah, just two's the in the end, two is the superior game.
2: Yeah, those were fun. They uh did incorporate them a little bit better. Uh, in three than they did even in two. Yeah. They, they made them yeah. like more useful, more important. So yeah, that, that was cool. For sure. All right. Well, listen, everybody, if you'd like to help support Talking Back, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash talkingbackpodcast. There's uh, lots of fun stuff over there. You can uh, unlock some exclusive content. Uh, please rate and review us on Apple iTunes. That will help more people find our podcast. And now that this episode's done, Don't be sad. There are so many more episodes available over at the BFOPnetwork.com. That is the blast from our past network, the nostalgia-based network that we're in. All sorts of other podcasts over there. If you go over there and you can't find something you like, then we don't know what's wrong with you. There's lots of stuff there. There's something over there for everyone. Let's just say that. Dean... Thank you for joining. Thank you, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you next time.
0: wrestled the demon Pazuzu in The Exorcist.
1: Your mother is in here, Karis. Would you like to leave a message? I'll see that she gets it.
0: We hooked the Fisherman Killer, Ben Willis, and I know what you did last summer.
1: Oh, you got a letter? I got run over, Helen gets her hair chopped off, Julie gets a body in her trunk, and you get a letter. That's balanced.
0: We survived a summer away with the Angel of Death, Angela Baker, in sleepaway camp.
1: Look what I did. I packed you and your cousin some goodies for the ride up to camp. Wasn't that
0: nice of me? Hmm? But we ain't seen nothing yet. Join Alex and Dean of the Return Revenge Resurrection podcast as we go toe-to-toe with the ever-resourceful Michael Myers. I shot him six times. Be there as we discuss the Halloween franchise in its entirety, from John Carpenter's beloved 1978 classic to David Gordon Green's epic forthcoming finale. I shot him in the heart. We cover it all, the good, the bad, and the bloody. Return Revenge Resurrection, a podcast that slashes its way through horror movie franchises. You don't know what death is. New episodes every Thursday, available wherever podcasts are found. I told everyone!
2: Thanks for listening to the episode, everybody. We wanted to let you know, if you'd like to show your support for Talking Back, then please check out our Patreon page, where you can join one of our membership tiers and unlock bonus episodes and more each and every month. Or you can check out our page at buymeacoffee.com talkingback talking back, where you can make a one-time donation of any amount. Or feel free to leave a positive review for us on iTunes. All three options are great ways to show your support for the show. That's it. We're done.